Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Hour two of the program, getting ready for Saints Chargers and our Oakland Heart Rolex time is two hours and 48 minutes before kickoff out in Los Angeles. Our Blue Runner Gumbo opinion poll at WWL.com and the Radio.com app. Should Drew Brees play today? Not really will he, but should he in your mind? It's about a split vote, 48% saying yes and 52% saying no right now. You know Cash what I vote. think about that? I think that, that this is probably um, – Sean Payton has probably said this is my feelings on that, one way or the other on this. Um, Drew, what are you feeling about that? <laughs> so you think it's his choice? I think it's Drew's. ultimately his choice, uh-huh. but I think there's probably the the uh, Sean has let his feelings be known as to what he would like him to do. I'm sure, and then you know either that or he said you know let's play it by ear. I don't know exactly, but you know that there's some that that conversation, you know, conversation has taken place. There's no question. I guess if you played two decades in the league, you get a little wee on. Hey, I need I need a preseason rep, or I don't need preseason. Well, I, rep. look, he'll know. Look, and, and and look, he's like anybody. I can tell you this right now. And I, I can't remember who I was talking to yesterday, but look, just because you're Drew Brees um, doesn't mean you need to practice. Okay, I mean, do you need as much? Uh, no, but there there's just as much just as many reps that you need in certain care categories in certain areas uh, to get your timing right with your receivers. You got different guys every year. You got got guys that you know. You got different different you know people out there that are running the same routes, but everybody runs the route just a little bit differently. The speed, the you know the way they break, the way they get in and out of their cuts, you know how fluid they are, and then you know your eyes and can you adjust to those and those types of things. He's been doing it forever, but at the same time, does he need practice? Yeah, I guarantee he does. You know, and he needs to be bumped a few times, not not body slammed to the ground, but he needs to get bumped a few times. Um, and then he needs some stuff to break, uh, you know, to break down. Okay, then it's time for him to sort of go into you know the Drew Brees mode where he has to like scramble around. And like you get a little thing. film on himself. That well, he needs down. a little bit of that just because I think that every year things change. You know, you don't know specifically when that time is when things slow down and look I think Drew Brees is playing at the top of his game I don't see this you know always oh, 40 so you know I think you should shut it down I don't see any of that okay so I'm I'm not even saying that I don't even go there but look like anybody else I know that I did I needed reps even on later on in my career I knew that I needed to get kind of scuffed up and kind of beat up and my knuckies my knuckles kind of bloodied up a little bit just to sort of make sure that you know I had all the kinks kind of worked out to kind of be ready to kind of fight, you know, and, it, and I couldn't go in there just by thinking, okay, hey, my pad level's been good in years in the past. I can go in there now, and I still know all the plays and mentally took some reps, so I should be good. Now your your timing's off. Your, yeah, your first time you get off, smacked your, in your, the faces, yeah, it feels it, a little it's different. It's like than, different because yeah. you haven't been hit. You haven't been hit in the head. You haven't <laughs> had a guy, you know, jack you up in the shoulders and stuff like that and, like, you know, form up on you, a linebacker or something. So you sort of need to – get that live fit if you will and how that feels yeah sure uh, look you may not be worried steve about drew Brees playing or not playing in this preseason game but i know you're always nervous about something you're always a little chicken about something so what makes you chicken about today's game steve brought to you by crispy crunchy chicken 
freshly made and perfectly caged. Yeah, you know, not not a lot, not a lot. But I'll say that uh, there's a, probably a couple of things that I, I would. I guess the thing that would alarm me more than anything is if I saw us take a step back from the Vikings. Um, during this time of the year, you definitely want to see a couple of steps forward from week to week, you know, in your progression um, and how guys are handled, especially the younger guys or the guys that you feel like are um, going to make up, you know, your the rest of your roster, not just your starters. But you, you certainly want to see your starters begin to sort of come into uh, um, a more synchronous kind of mode together. The chemistry needs to kind of start getting to evolving and becoming who that team is going to be this year because look, those teams change every year. I don't care what the personnel is. They change every year. And so you want to make sure that the Saints of, of you know, 2019, uh, you know, what, what's their character going to be? What, you know, what, how are they colored? What are they, you know, what, what's this going on here? What, what are they, you know, what's, the, what's the feel of this team? And you usually don't find that out until about the fourth game of the regular season, but you start to see um, signs of it early on. I notice they haven't unveiled their team motto yet this year either. I usually do that, what, second or last week at camp? <laughs> yeah, you know that banner they usually yeah, have at the training yeah, facility? I haven't yeah. done that yet. It's always uh, – well, it's always interesting. I mean, it I, is. I know it's, and it's always well thought out. I mean, uh, Sean's a master at this stuff. I mean, he really is. He's like a – how about He's just like, like a psychologist? No call, of, no yeah. biggie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't like think that. they. I don't think they even. I don't think they. I don't even want to reference they, that. I know. Reference yeah. anything yeah. from last year because it's a different year. You can't do anything about it anyway. So <laughs> I don't. Know, I just uh, made that up. No, I, like I know. That. No call, it. no yeah, biggie. Yeah, I, like I get that. it. I get it. I get it. But, but <laughs> I, I need credit I, on that. I need commission. Yeah. If that's it, I need commission here. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you'll get any commission on that. No, not on that one. Not on that one. Here's a couple of texts coming in at eight seventy eight seventy from the two two eight. What do you think about Cameron Tom? The backup yeah. offensive line. Now he's playing at guard, Steve. He's practicing at guard. Hadn't really taken any reps at center the hey, last look, couple of weeks. Look, he's been there um, for a long time. They can't get rid of him because he is one of those guys that does a lot of things well. Okay, like we used to say, hey, the more you could do. Hey, Court, go over there and take some you know, reps at right tackle. Oh God, you know, here's this six foot three guy going out to the tackle. You know, I feel like I'm out in space against these big, big long armed, you know. Alien like, I'm out of place, things. man, yeah. I'm way out of place. You know, this is, like, completely different. I'm used to, like, fighting in a phone booth, and now all of a sudden I've got all this space and air and everything around me and everything, and it's weird. But at the same time, I knew I could play guard. They knew I could play guard. Guard is a chip shot compared to you know, what center was. So knowing that, I was like, I was, they knew I could do that. But they were like, hey, you know, all kind of things can happen. Go take a couple reps to tackle. I'm like, okay, you know. But this is one of the things that Cameron Tom does well. They can put him at whatever they put him, and he does really, really well. Um, Is it almost like Sinio Calamete that they a had? A lot, a lot like that. Back and yeah, forth across that line. a lot like that, yeah. Um, put it this way, when, when we left training camp, uh, not mini camp, yeah, the, the first mini camp there uh, in June, he was the best center we had, okay? Now, we knew that, that McCoy was going to round into shape and things like that, and, and then there's a couple other you know guys out there and uh, – they're Marcus Henry and and uh, and 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 Nick um, Easton and those guys that have also sort of you know been in and out of there and, and that flux continues to go on, uh, but we're sort of getting to the point now where we're sort of settling out of the eight guys they're going to keep and so they want to see uh, Cameron Tom do his thing again this year and to go ahead and secure his spot on that eight man roster. Uh, I'd be surprised if he didn't make the roster. Would you be? I'd be very surprised. Yeah, I think. Uh, and it may be one of those things where they cut him and have to resign him again and. Um, Put him on the practice squad, but the more take he gets out there and people see him, he can start gonna, for somebody. They, that Seth, they're going to have to cut a bunch of guys this year 
that are going to start. Just like last year, though. I think we cut five guys. I think five guys end up starting. Isn't that crazy? And Good it's problem to have. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's a terrible problem, but it's, at the same time, it's it's a great problem. Yeah. That sounds stupid, but. It, no, it's true. Yeah. It's a good way to put it. Steve Court, Seth Dunlap, Mark Menard, and taking over behind the glass right now. It's the Acadian Windows fans first take on WWL, and you can hop on in with us. Phone number is 504-260-1870. Our text line is 870-870. It's Saints game day. Saints Chargers today, just after 3 o'clock, right here on WWL. Hey, no call, no biggie. Steve, it's already picking up on Twitter. Tommy Royer tweeting at me. Let's see if we can get that trending at Seth Dunlap. No call, no biggie. Yeah, hashtag no call, no biggie. I'm yeah. That. Maybe well, be. look, it's no biggie. It is no biggie because, you know, we're moved on to next year. There's not anything we can do about it anyway. So, um, look, even when this thing happened and all that stuff went about it, I knew there was no way. There was no way they were going to do anything about it. This no, is still of course one of the, not. I mean, look, they get, and, and you look, much as I hate to say this, you want the game this way. You don't want it to be decided by a court of law. You crazy, be me. crazy. Put the government into something like this? Are you nuts? No, you don't want that. Um, look, that this needs to be handled within the NFL. I agree, and uh, our commissioner needs to do something about you know making sure that these uh, referees and these teams like that are that there's really no you know conflict of interest and never could possibly you know be a conflict of interest. It led to you know, one of the biggest um, rule changes in league history. And, yeah. and and by the way, and look, we have crushed Roger Goodell a lot, but he and Sean Payton came together. Those two guys, it's reported, a lot of the owners didn't want to do it. When they saw Roger Goodell basically hand-in-hand hand with Sean Payton, that's what spearheaded this through. So I do give him credit for that. Because well, it had look, to happen. It had to happen, but you, it got happened. Look, Sean went up there knowing um, he had a mission to succeed to that. And I knew that he was going to handle it. I, I you know, I I knew when that when he was headed that way that, that as what was going to happen because uh, it always hasn't been the greatest you know warmest reception between him and Goodell. It's, that's not a no. That's no. not a thing that that is. Uh, everybody knows that. Okay, so I mean I know that from talking firsthand with him. So at the same time, um, you know I think he handled it you know like a head coach would and like a leader would, saying, "Look, this is the best for everything. You know, this is the best for the for the league, and this is the league that we." Uh, you know, we have here in the league we aspire to, to be the best in. And so let's make it better. Let's don't just let, let's don't get it wrong. If you're going to spend all this time and money on getting it right, let's get it right. Yes. And that's all he's saying. So we'll see right. what happens with this Roger, rule. Get it right. There you go. Roger, Roger. <laughs> right. uh, here's a text from the 504 talking about mm-hmm. some roster battles on that offensive line, Steve. Yeah. They ask, what about Will Clapp? Do you think Willie makes the 53 man roster? You know, look, I can tell you that he's a different player from what I saw last year in, in the minicamp. Much, much more composed, much more of a pro player. And now, look, it, it takes that year, and you see the biggest advancement from players from that first year to their second year. And so it wasn't like it was a big surprise to me, but it was, it was pleasantly as I watched him this, you know, this, this uh, second minicamp, or third minicamp, I guess that's what you're saying, but second for him, that I watched him and how much he'd improved you know, with his technique and, and the things that he was working on. You could tell he's been working his butt off. So I don't know, again, from what I can see out there, they've got so many offensive linemen that can play that I – This is a numbers game. I, like I even told Sean, I said, I would hate to be you guys having to pick this. He said, yeah, I know. He said, this is, I said, this is like last year. I said, it's a great problem to have. I said, but you got guys that can play. 
I said, I watch these guys, and I am hypercritical as hell. I mean, I'm looking at their footwork. I'm looking at their hand placement. I'm looking at their pad level. I'm looking at everything they do. And, man, it's just a lot of guys out there that can play. And then you can see there's a couple guys that didn't belong there. But by and large, they've got two starting, you know, they've got ten guys that can play. And that's a, that's a tough place to be. That's a great stat that you had. That they cut five guys. Five of those guys at one point yeah. last year they cut I, started and, look, across the NFL. You, I'm telling you, mark my words, the guys that they get rid of this year, if they don't start, they're going to be on somebody's roster. I'm just telling you, and I know teams know that from the standpoint of you know the preseason games, the stuff that they watch today. They're going to watch it again. They're going to say, "I hope we get to see this other kid out there because maybe he's one of those kind of guys." Because, look, teams are always looking to upgrade that bottom 10, 15% of your roster. That's just what they do. It's fluid. It's water. It's, it's moving all the time. Yeah, there's okay. so many transactions that so happen transactions. after and the cuts happen. what happens is they're looking for upgrades. They're saying, look, we know this guy just got cut by the Saints, and we kept this other guy, but at the same time, okay, he would have made our team, but this guy's better. And so he's gone. That's cruel. I mean, it's hard to stay in this league. It is so hard to stay in this league. It's a cruel league. It's a very cruel league, and it's, it's ugly. And once you get in there – it's sometimes it's even tougher to stay. Now, I was very fortunate. I didn't have to. I never worried about the cut day. I just didn't. I never worried about it because it, you know I always had a secure position. But at the same time, there were so many guys when I would come in there that I was just like, oh man, I felt so bad for them, you know. And I just knew that they were going to get cut. And then when some of the guys that I thought were going to get cut didn't get cut, and they and they made the team, I was I was excited and more elated than probably they were, you know. But. It just is what it is. It's it's uh, this time of the year is uh, there's got some uh, cruelty in it. Hey, quick one from the nine eight five, Steve. You remember the toughest linebacker you ever played against? Oh God, there was a handful of them. Um, yeah, there was a bunch of them that came in there that just I mean they'd yell at me. They called me the hammer. I can tell. Remember all the time they would call me, "Come on at me, hammer." And it was <laughs> it was man, it was these dudes from. Uh, it was these guys from the Rams. Carl Eckern was this guy's name. He was this old kind of linebacker that played for the Rams, and he would just he would come in there and just try to literally rip my head off on every single play. Matt Millen was the same way. Uh, um, Chris uh, Spielman was kind of that way. Oh, Spielman. And uh, but but the guys that you would think of, like the Singletaries and stuff like that, that get all the notoriety and stuff like that, they weren't nearly as good as the, the guys I practiced against. Sam Mills and <laughs> Von Johnson were two unbelievable inside linebackers. So. Yeah, doing that every day. I guess one of the great linebacking now, well, cores were, in NFL were, they history. They weren't coming at me every day hard like these guys were, and they were yelling at me, come at me, Hammer. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> they uh, never called you Hammer. No, they never called okay. me Hammer. <laughs> yeah, they probably didn't want to see you in the locker room after they did that. <laughs> I never did have a fight with those guys, the yeah. linebackers. Really? No, all the defensive linemen, but I never had a fight with A lot of respect, probably. Probably. Yeah, there mm-hmm. you go. He's Steve Court. I'm Seth Dunlap. Mark Menard's behind the glass. This is the Acadian Windows fans' first take on WWL. And the phone lines are open for you. 504-260-1870. That's 504-260-1870. Our text line is 870-870. Saints Chargers at 3 o'clock today. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. But first, we're throwing it over to Don Ames in the WWL newsroom for an update. Welcome back to the show. 30 minutes until countdown to kickoff with Christian Garrick and Bobby Hebert and the Saints Radio Network getting ready for Saints Chargers today out in Los Angeles. Now, earlier today, I had news that really hit me hard, and everybody yeah. who works in media, we found out that Mr. Dave, Press Box Dave up in the oh, Saints yeah. Press Box, Dave Dumestri, um, who 
I always look forward to getting to the press box because the first guy, when he got up to the elevator to the seventh floor, he'd greet you with a big smile, a handshake. He'd want to say a few words, almost a hug every time. Um, One of the real joys, real good men. Uh, Mr. Dave, press box Dave, died earlier this week. Yeah. Yeah, for years I would see him and he'd say, okay, coach, we can start the game now. You know, and he'd shake my hand, and and it was just a good guy. I mean, really, there there was some. There's some. You you know, those people enjoyed what he was doing. He was just loved being in that atmosphere, and uh, yeah, I was. I always looked forward to seeing him, and it was. I don't know. It's kind of. It's really sad. Sad. You know, one of those people you ever run into him that's just kind of got an infectious personality. You go, it just makes you happier being around him. Very nice. I mean, really, he walked in there, and all of a sudden, you just kind of light up seeing him. I did anyway. So yeah, press box, Dave, Mr. Dave Dumestri. Uh, passing away earlier this week, and we will certainly miss him. Um, let's go to the phone lines again, 504-260-1870. Tony in Australia, we're going to check in down Uh-oh. under with the leader of the Houdad Army. Tony, what's going on today? Hey, Seth and Steve, the general's reporting in. All right. Tell me what's happening. Well, I get to see the boys at 6 o'clock in the morning. It's uh, a bit after three 3.30. Monday morning here, I am. You're burning the candle at both ends down there, Tony. Yeah. Yeah, that's normal, huh? You guys, and then watch the game. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Did you get any sleep tonight, Tony? Yeah, I had a couple of hours. (laughs) That's enough. Yeah, that's enough. You got to get up as game day. (laughs) Yeah. So what you you looking forward to today, Tony, in this game? Who are you looking forward to seeing? Just I've seen some of the uh, new recruits. The rookies and uh, see who got jump on the field and how they perform. All right, we are our uh, poll today on the show. Tony is: Do you want to see Drew Brees play? Yes or no in this preseason game? Uh, yeah, four snaps. I like that. Four snaps. I like that little one yeah. series. Just four snaps, touchdown. That's what I want. Well, if that, yeah. if that happens, I'd yeah. Have a seat. Right. <laughs> Four snaps, yes. touchdown, have get out of here. the rest of the day is uh, you're <laughs> off. Yeah. Uh, just, 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 and be interested to see how the airline goes and the defense because just looking on, on Facebook on uh, from training camps and that, it seems the defense has sort of been on top of the offense um, quite a few times. Well, that time, this time of the year, that, that is not uh... – uh, I guess that should that's unex, that's expected. Um, defense is usually rounded into shape a little bit quicker than offenses do. Uh, look, you have to infiltrate some of these younger guys and kind of get them assimilated to the, you know, the the, the, and um, the scheme the, and things like that. Other, so, and that takes a little bit of time. The the other the other thing I'll be interested to is uh, seeing that, you know the wide receivers and the tight ends that um, might make a, a mark on the season and might make the team. And that's, that's going to be one of the things we're watching, Tony, is that battle at wide receiver, which actually that's a great segue. We're going to get to that in a second. Is highly intriguing right now. Tony, always appreciate hearing from you, man, and we'll see you in December, all right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. Well, I, just one one question. Are you guys um, still doing the show, going to do the show from the studio or – uh, a location. Uh, we have news on that, Tony. Actually, this year during Saints home games, when you'll be here, we will be out at uh, the Houdat Nation VIP party at Benson Tower, right. courtesy of a Bullseye Events Groups and uh, Saints Radio WWL. So you can come out there and party with us. Get your tickets to that event, again, right before every Saints home game, three hours before the home game. Steve Port and I will be out there. 
That's right. It's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Uh, the battle at wide receiver is very interesting here as Emmanuel Butler and Simi Cobbs, Cyril Grayson battling, and Austin Carr maybe for two spots on this roster. How do you think this works itself out, Steve? Do you have any idea right now? You need to see a lot I, more? I don't. I, I need to see more. I need to see more for sure, and, and I don't have any idea because I don't know um, what some of the additions are going to be in the special teams era. You know, that, that could make or break a couple of these spots like it always does. Um, a lot of times your wide receivers, you know, happen to be part of your, of your uh, special teams group. So we'll see where that sort of shakes out there. But I, I'm also interested to see – I don't know much if we're going to see a Phillip Reavers either. I don't know how much we're going to see. I think he said he's not playing. Uh, Lanthony oh, okay. Lynn. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. So I would really sort of – I'm anxious to see. And, again, that means that really, um, you know, their wide receiver, the um, – Gosh, I'm thinking of the guy's name. Uh, escapes me. I already said his name, but I, I really feel like he is one of those guys that that you you look at and you say, "Man, this guy's a superstar in the league." And he hurt his he hurt his knee last year, but man, this guy is, can can absolutely play. And I know that you're talking about Keenan Allen. Yeah, and Keenan he Allen? and when he is, um, and he's on, he is he's incredible. But again, now Philip Philip Rivers is not going to be there. He's not going to be throwing to him, so it, it makes a big difference. But um, I don't know how much any reps he'll get. He should get a couple of reps because, look, he hasn't played for a while. So I would think they would get him in there and get him battle tested a little bit. But who knows? Steve Court, Seth Dunlap will be back. We'll check in with Bobby A. Barrett, Christian Garrick, who are going to come in here in studio, give us a little countdown to kickoff crossover on first take. Michael Thomas is back in that receiver group as we go to break. Michael Thomas said... Uh, not really a lot of rust coming back because he had a lot of work actually in California this offseason with his quarterback. Welcome back to the show. We'll get to Christian Garrick in just a second, but guys, and Christian, you can get in here on this. It's amazing. Tony in Australia calls, and we talk about the VIP party, and then I got three or four different texts back to back to back to back saying, this is amazing. Tony's coming up for Australia. Tony in Australia saying, you got to get him in to this free game party. You got to come. Get him some tickets. I can't wait to hear him on the radio. So he's got a lot of fans. The fact that he would come in from Australia, the fact that he does come in. yeah. From Australia shows you his dedication to the Huda Nation. Look, that's States. a long. That's about as far away as you can get. Mm. You know, no kidding. Guy. I, I, I love yeah. Tony though. Oh yeah, he's down cool. under representing the uh, the Huda Nation. Oh yeah. yeah, absolutely, no doubt about it. Christian Garrick's in studio at Christian Garrick on Twitter. He and Bobby Abear on your radio dial in about fifteen minutes for countdown to kickoff, getting you set for Chargers and Saints at three oh five Central Time. What's on the docket today? Yeah, Christian? obviously, you know, Bobby's going to go off about his uh, his keys to the game and. Um, He'll break down the preseason records of each team, and there's a there's notes a, in high there, color coded yeah, notes. Yes, in hand. with the blue highlight. By the way, did y'all know this? Me and Deuce cracked the code on this on, on Deuce's. I mean, on Bobby's uh, notes. If it's in blue, if it's highlighted in blue, it's a fact, like irrefutable. Oh fact. yeah, no, no. Okay, I, so, yeah. okay. so so if you ever look at his notes, if it's in pink, it's not a fact. Okay, okay. So, but anyway, um, he has some hi- historical data about the uh, about the, the the matchup between uh, the Saints and the Chargers in terms of preseason records. And, of course, much, much more. And uh, you'll hear from Teddy Bridgewater as well. Zach Streif and Deuce McAllister sat down. For, I want to go back to this code breaking because you should have been a, I don't know, a code breaker in the Army when you were in the, you know, in the, Marine, in the Marine Corps because yeah. that's impressive stuff. So pink, not a fact. Blue, a fact. What's the yellow mean? You know, you that's kind of, he says it's kind of important. Like, eh, he'll get to it maybe. You know, but it's not like it's, it's pressing. A, yeah, it's not pressing stuff. So that's kind of something he can add in if he's a filler. You know what I want to yeah. do? I want You know his opening, he's, he, he writes his open, right? I want to. Photocopy it, and then have him sign it, and that would be a good keepsake, right? 
Get those, fans, every one of them, yes. Yeah. Wouldn't that, I mean, fans would love that. You show up to the Bud Light Countdown to kickoff at the Dome, and Bobby's got his actual one because he saves it now. Okay, mm-hmm. that's why I can't give that away. Mm-hmm. But we photocopy it, signs that, gives that away. I'm sure people would like that. Yes. And it's, it's handwritten now. No, it's not there's typed. no question. This is handwritten. No, it, yeah, I, I, He's look, the I only person him. that still I've writes in there, cursive, I've I think. sit there and watched him do that for, what, 15 years now? Yeah. I mean, it's it's... Yeah, it's, it's a work of art. Do the kids even write in cursive anymore? In, 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 <laughs> That's in what I'm school? saying. And when was the last time you wrote in cursive? Maybe on a check? I think I wrote a letter. I did try to go old school last year, like as a happy, a big long note to my mother. And I wrote in okay. cursive or something. Try to impress. I, her. I, I can't write in cursive. Mine's it's, it's hybrid. Yeah, it's, it's like part of it's cursive, script. part of it's. <laughs> part your of own code. It's a hybrid, and my my handwriting is. I mean, it looks terrible. It's like well, you're hieroglyphics. In field, or isn't it supposed to be? It, yeah, it looks like hieroglyphics or something. It's like most of the time I can't even read it. Now, if you, if you ever read a prescription, have you ever once been able to read that if they're handwritten? <laughs> no, I have not. I, I know that it, I, I yeah. just go turn it into the pharmacy and they can, can. They can decipher it. <laughs> hey, speaking <laughs> of him, uh, Bobby Abear walking into the studio right now. Come over here. Come over here, Bobby. Yes, yeah, we're all talking things. about it. You were talking about your code. Uh, he broke your code. Apparently. Blue is is fact. Uh, pink is not fact, and yellow is kind of filler. Is this is this right, Bobby? As Bobby puts his headsets on here, uh, yellow would be uh, that you might want to talk about, but it, you don't have to. Okay. It's kind of filler. Right. It's yeah, kind of filler. Right. Yeah, and it, and I mean, there's no whatever uh, sh- um, highlighters I have available. You, you always have yellow. It just seems like they sell more yellow highlighters than anything. So uh, green sometimes is not blending well. It's not red. It's pink. Pink and blue is pretty good. That's like identifying a noun, a player, a team. I like that, a noun. Nouns yeah, yeah. Verbs. So, <laughs> so I, I, listen, I, 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 as long as I made a C in English, my dad was proud of me. He said, oh, that, that, that's, that's our second language. It doesn't that, matter. That don't matter. <laughs> you know, I was just yeah. talking about you might be the only person on the planet that still writes in cursive. Well, they don't teach that in school no more. I'm just asking I that. I don't know. They do they? Do. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think, think they do. No, I don't. Well, it you, was required when I was. Yeah, there. You, I think yeah, now. Yeah, I don't yeah. think the the youngsters they don't do that. Typing. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I think you type now, or you just when you are gonna write something, it's block got, letters. Is that right? Block it's emojis. Script. You just do emojis. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby, Christian, Steve, Court. You guys want to stick around and judge some who that chance with us? Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What we're gonna do now? We end our show with this every single week. It's time for you to give us a call, and we need to hear the best. Best and biggest and loudest and craziest and wackiest who dat chants out there. Line them up, 504-260-1870. We had some great ones last week. Again, 504-260-1870. The Canon, Christian, and Steve Court will judge you when we come back. Who dat chants to end fans' first take on WWL. It's time for your Who Dat Chance. Line them up, 504-260-1870. That's 504-260-1870. We do this every week. We want to hear the craziest, best, wackiest Who Dat Chance and uh, the trio that's in studio right now. Bobby Bear, Christian Garrick, and Steve Court going to judge this. I don't know. Maybe Steve and I can go one-on-one with everybody, too. Yeah, well, I don't know. You do a Who Dat Chant. You can't say Who Dat you got to bring a base. Like, yeah. Who that? Yeah. I, yeah, well, yeah, no, yeah nobody yeah, yeah. Your, your, who that chat in the dome last year was an all timer. Well, you got to bring it for come from that within. And you can't be faking the funk. You can't just be like, oh, who that? 
Like what? Down in there. Yeah, it has to come from within. Gotta come down there from mom and your dad. Your mom and your dad. Yeah, it has to be like uh, Braveheart. Like uh, <laughs> you know, you're all going out there and you chant, you hitting your shield, and going who that, who that. You know? All right, impressed, Bobby. All right, let's try to do this here. Let's fire up some chopper style, Mark. Let's get us going. Let's get us in the mood. Saint Shards. I know it's preseason, but we got to practice too. <laughs> right. <All> right. <laughs> Philip, lead us off. Give us your best who that chant. Here we go. I like it. I like that because the whole family was. Yeah, involved. the whole family. Yeah, that's a family one. I'm going to give him about a. I'm going to give him about an 89 on that. 89. Okay, yeah, so get one to 100 scale, great, guys. Man. Where are we at? Okay, 89. Dude, Wait, hey, I, I'm it's not like easy. one of my college professors. I ain't easy. So the it ain't easy. Uh, is that a, a, a B minus or a solid B, depending on yeah, how to use the grade kids? And what's the scale? That's a B plus. I'll give it a 92. 92 from Christian. Bobby? Uh, I'm in that range. I, I don't know. I, I had to hear more. I'm, I'm low 90s, high 80s. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of with you all. All right. Yeah. Mark says Bobby's got to step the curve. <laughs> all right. Let's go to Grant. Grant, give us your best who dad, man. Who Well, you, you can all, you got to be led. You got to be able to understand, you know, you can't. Yeah, that's a C. Yeah, that, that it, it, C for quality, yeah. audio quality. Yeah, auto quality. Yeah, good, good call. I think so. about a seventy, that a seventy-seven. A lot of passion there, but uh, bad audio. All right, let's see if we can squeeze in at least one more here, and we will go to line two. This is Matt. Matt, give us your best, man. Who that? Who that? Who that say go beat them say? Who that? Woo! Oh, that's a ninety-six. Yeah, no, that, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give it to him. He's he, that's what we need. We need that championship wrestling a, flavor. That was about a, you know, that was about a '94, about a '94. '94, yeah, like '96, '94. Yeah, you nay, Bobby? Yeah, I, I would give him an A because um, even the Ric Flair woo at yeah, the end. Yeah, yeah, that that counted a lot right there. <laughs> that, that was big. All right, Bobby Aber, Christian Garrick, stay right here. They'll be back on Countdown to Kickoff on the Saints Radio Network. Steve's been a pleasure, man. Always. All right, we'll be back next week. I'm Seth Dunlap. Thanks to everybody who called, texted. Stay right around. Saints Chargers just after 3 o'clock today. This has been the Acadian Windows. Fans first take Acadian Windows official company of the Houdat Nation. Houdat, everybody. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.